You can be creative only if you love life enough that you want to enhance its beauty. You want to bring a little more music to it, a little more poetry to it, a little more dance to it. This is Mac, and welcome to my podcast. Hello friends, how are you today? I hope that all of you are doing great. Always be happy and positive. It has been quite a challenging week for me and I'm recording this with half of my voice gone. Yesterday was the recording of my conversation with a young politician in Sabah and I have been thinking about having this kind of podcast, you know, me talking to someone else rather than me talking to myself. So today our podcast will be joined by a dear friend of mine who is super creative, super smart, super awesome, super handsome, the one and only Wesley Hilton. So a bit about Wesley Hilton, uh, he's a steward with our national airline. Uh, that's wonderful because he got to travel to many places in the world. But that's not what he is here for today. But there is one thing that he does that triggers my interest. Wesley Hilton, whilst not working on a plane, is busy stripping off Barbie dolls' original dresses. You know, that sounds so wrong. But he replaces them with his own Bonian tribe's traditional costumes. His doll is quite popular now, and I was told that he managed to sell it to buyers from all over the world. That's really wonderful. Just recently, he was invited by the tourism minister herself to talk about his work, and I guess something is brewing. That's the reason why I invited Wesley to be with us today because I want to know what's transpired from his meeting with the minister. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let us welcome the man behind the popular Bonian dolls, my friend, Mr. Wesley Hilton. Hey Wesley, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. I was really excited about this and when I approached you yesterday for this interview, you immediately agreed to this. So I was so happy and you know, couldn't couldn't wait to, you know, to really talk to you about the story yeah. of your baby dolls. So were you busy with interviews lately? Yeah, kind of. It's been uh, a epic months. I guess not wow. weeks. <laughs> Quite a popular guy. So yeah. thank you for joining us in no this lah. show. So let us begin with your self intro to our listeners out there. Mm, mm-hmm. Tell us about yourself. Hi, my name is uh, Wesley. I'm Ban from Cebu, Sarawak. And I've been uh, living here in KL, Kuala Lumpur for more than 10 years now. Awesome. So now let us get into the business, your doll story. Uh, how did the mm-hmm. idea to dress this Barbie doll start? I can't help but wonder if you have always liked dolls, you know, all this while, or was it just your newly found hobby or passion? Okay, um, actually, I'm a doll collector, uh, mm. specifically the Barbie dolls. Wow. <laughs> so I've been, yeah, I've been collecting these uh, dolls for more than 10 years now. Wow. That's 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 quite quite I a long get time. It from so overseas. So, so how yeah. many dolls do you have? I, I lost count. 
I was I I got I got I got so many but it um unlike other collectors I have a vision. I I don't normally uh, um keep the dolls in the in the boxes like other collector does. Mm. So what I did is um I would unbox them and undress them from their original dress and mm-hmm. I would uh, create the custom account for example that mm-hmm. when that's when I started oh, you wow. know like over the 10 years ago wow mm-hmm. so you you have been doing this for 10 years was it always you doing the traditional costume or did you start with something else like you know other kind of dress mm, no yeah well I've started with the just a normal evening gowns you know in a barbie doll size but but my first costume i made back in 2015 to 17 it was a flight attendant doll mm-hmm. uh, in malaysia airlines kabaya that was the first costume and the body of doll is exactly just started like two months ago so Tell me about your process. How do you make these dolls dresses? Did you do some sort of, you know, research first, and then you you buy those babies, and then you you do the measurement? You know, just tell me about it. Mm, okay. Um, well, the it's a long process. It's a very long process. First, first of all, I have to come up with an idea. Actually, mm. the idea of to make the dolls and traditional costume has come to me like many many years ago. It's just that I don't have time to um, what to say to materializing it or to make it real. Mm. So during this MCO, this is this is the only time. I mean, I have all the time in the world. So basically, <laughs> the idea came right there, and then um, I proceed with the research. Mm-hmm. Of course, I have to look on. Uh, pictures, Instagram, mm-hmm. um, video on YouTube, yeah. And then the hardest part is to look for the materials. So because my only reference are just pictures and videos. So mm. I don't have any reference on how to make uh, the door head or something, you know, something like that. Oh, okay. I don't have that reference. I have to think harder, like mm-hmm. what material that I can use. And basically, yeah, I just uh, I went to the craft stores mm-hmm. and I would stand there and or sit there just to look for the materials in the right thing, the right color, the right, uh, you know, pattern, metals, oh, patterns. Yeah. And all. So yeah, that's just looking for the materials and then started creating it. And mm. here's another challenge as well, because mm. creating it, I it's a kind of um, uh, try and error, you know. Mm, I have okay. to I have to come up with my own methods. So I say I have a lot of new methods I've learned mm-hmm. or new skills. I don't have any any of these wiring skills or people uh-huh. using the fly pliers and metals. I never use that. So. And and I never how to work with around it before until mm. I making this doll. So some of the methods I think I just created and mm. I would call it was help and melted. Okay. Yeah, you develop <laughs> so, it all the way. Yeah, I just it, it all just a uh, try and error until I get mm-hmm. uh, all the desired uh, pattern and design. That. I noticed one of your design, uh, which. To to me personally, I like it a lot. The Melanau traditional costume, 
and 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 I saw the pattern on on the lining of the dress. It's quite similar to the real one that I seen on the photos. How did you get that material? Very similar. Did you get it like specially designed for you or printed version? Uh, some of it is I created the materials like the kering kam. Mm -hmm. That's the selendang, right? Yeah. The, the kering kam I paste and the border list together so it comes curing cup mm -hmm. and for that skirt for example that in the fabric shops i just found the right color and those basically it's just this that specific you know if you, there's some there's a bottom lace mm -hmm. right yeah for the pattern it differs from the body so i just took that different i mean that specific part of that uh, song how how long does it take to create one dress for a doll the most complicated one i think the iban traditional costume how long does it take you to to complete it takes weeks actually mm. did you do it alone or you have like a friend oh. you know uh, helping you with no some... yeah yeah i did it all by myself wow. <laughs> that's why it took the weeks and three days to complete just one look. if i got hands so it could be faster and basically the first time mm -hmm. or the first costume that i would uh, try to make would always be the hardest lah. so the next time it would take me because i have the rhythm and the patterns and the methods that um suitable it takes me shorter than that like one i can finish up in one day so do you mind to let us know how big is your clientele right now because I've, I've been told that your dolls are fast selling and you have been selling it to buyers from all over the world mm, yeah but uh, so there's some people uh, reach out to me actually they're most of them are Malaysian but they're uh, working abroad oh, okay. you know, one's in Los Angeles one's in UK few in Singapore and some Indonesia. Okay, now because of your door, you are quite popular amongst you know the local media. So how did you deal with you know all the attention? Does it feel different for you to be you know quite a reserved person that I know you are? Then now you have to appear a lot in the public, talking to media, talking in interviews. You know, just tell me how does it feel? It's a uh, it's very overwhelmed actually because everything happened happened so fast. It's very fast because you know I started like two months ago and until now I'm still I'm still adjusting to this <laughs> norm I got <laughs> oh. I got calls and me media interviews you know I got stage fright you you seen me on stage before I got yeah. stage fright right <laughs> so this is the part when um, I'm still adjusting as talking to people in public. It has been like uh, quite a journey for you. <laughs> you know, I, I've seen you on TV <laughs> and you know talking to some you know hosts in the talk show. And now I noticed that lately your dolls have garnered so much attention from the media. And just recently, the Motec Minister uh, Datuk Sri Hajar Nancy Shukri herself summoned you to her office uh, to talk about your dolls. I, I think I could sense something big is going to happen. Can you tell us what did you guys talk about? Uh, was there any plan hatch, you know, during the meeting? Let's <laughs> see. 
um, called me to see her ministry office and from the meeting uh, she said that um, she was very impressed and she said that the ministry recognized my Bonio dolls as a new product mm. so she said she believed that it would be a great gift for the locals and foreign uh, um, ambassadors mm. so that's that's what she, that's what she said and she I mean the ministry would help me with these uh, uh, the idea of her so yeah we just hope for them. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the costume done by these Barbie dolls, tell us how do you think this creativity can help preserve our identity, culture, and heritage? Preserving the culture and heritage is actually everybody's responsibility. And that's what I believe. We, we actually lucky that we're here in Malaysia. We are Malaysian, we still have that tradition. We still be able to experience it unlike other parts of the world they lost their tradition and culture it's just in history now and it's very sad you see mm-hmm. and through my dolls all the customers my client they all believe that it's not a child play mm. they believe that it's a it's a new way of educating the younger generations of our traditional costume yeah I, yeah and um but to do that, it has to be interesting, mm-hmm. eye-catching, yeah. and the detail has to be on point. That's that's explained the meticulous attention of details I put on it. Every details actually um, could differentiate uh, other culture from the other, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. How about your family? I wonder how did they respond to all these mm-hmm. hypes? and media attention given to you. I know parents will be typically proud of their kids, especially when when they are doing great. But as for you, is there any kind of, you know, advice or guidance or encouragement comes from your parents or siblings? They're very supportive and that is all that I need at this moment. They've always been supportive and since forever. And they, they also gave, gave me advice Basically, they, they know that I'm struggling right now because of this pandemic. I couldn't go to work. Then we, we don't get paid if we don't go to work, right? Mm-hmm. So they know that I'm struggling and they said, just go ahead and just do do the best that I can. They totally understand and oh, they're very supportive of uh, my new found hobby. Before we call it a day, um... I wonder if you have anything to say to our listeners out there, especially those who are in, you know, in, in arts and design and, you know, uh, this kind of creative industry. Okay, uh, to the listeners who are very passionate about arts and, well, arts is very subjective and it's very hard to get the attention others because what you think is beautiful to you won't be beautiful to others right so just keep on doing what you love and never give up and just try to do things that are relevant to to the current situation or generation because um, as for me i've been doing a lot of things 
and after years of doing fashion designs and dolls uh, costume it's just now that i got recognized by people so it just take it takes time it just be positive and um keep believing in your talent and your arts especially so it has been a wonderful time talking to you Wesley about your journey with the Barbie dolls and and I I wish you all the very best for your future. So thank you Wesley for for your time and Thank you man. Yeah and I hope to uh, speak to you again in the future. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Guys there was Wesley and his doll stories. Thank you for staying to the very end of this podcast and I will see you guys again in the next episode. Until then, bye.